Hey guys, I'm Court. And I'm Kate. And I'm Joe. And you're listening to another episode of The Castle Chat. Hey friends, and welcome back to another episode of our Disney-themed podcast. Today we have a very special guest with us, Joe from Magic with Joe. We are so excited to share this interview with you where we are unpacking her love for Disney, her online content, and so much more. Want to experience more magic with us outside of this episode? Be sure to follow us on all socials at The Castle Chat. If you love what you hear, please leave us a rating or review on Apple or Spotify so we can continue to build this community. Are you ready to jump into the episode? Let's chat about it. you joe welcome thank you guys what a pro that intro wow. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah we I, we like to kind of like figure out what exactly we're gonna say because if i don't have it like written down for these intros i feel like i'm just like la 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 it's me i'm court and i'm here and i don't really know what i'm talking about so nailing down those intros has definitely been part of the growing process with this podcast <laughs> Thank you. She Thank kills you. it every time. We're officially 50-ish episodes deep, so we've been doing this a little bit now. So we're trying to trying to get the hang of it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we're 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 getting there. We're getting there for sure. But Joe, we are so excited to have you with us today. Welcome to the Castle Chat family. It's so good to have you. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you guys for having me. Of course, of course. Now, um, the listeners, we want you guys to know if you haven't listened to an interview episode before, basically how this is going to work. We have sent Joe some questions ahead of time that she's had a chance to look at that we're going to go through. We're going to talk to you about her, um, her content, her Disney life, her um, just everything that she enjoys. And we'll go through those questions. And then we also have some fun off the cuff questions that we didn't send Joe that were about her, maybe about her Disney favorites. So we, um, We'll be wrapping up our conversation with some of those. But the point of this time together is for you guys to get to know people within the Disney community so we can continue to grow together and you guys can learn about maybe new people that you don't follow on Instagram or on social media. So um, we love these episodes. They're super fun. We love connecting with everybody. So that's kind of a rundown of what to expect. Right, Kate? Yeah, definitely. I think we should just go ahead and jump in and kick it off with Joe. Why don't you tell the people about who you are? Tell us about yourself. Okay, awesome. Um, well, not many people know that I'm actually from Chile, which is a country in South America. <laughs> Sometimes I have to explain it. <laughs> it's a long, thin country all the way down in South America. So uh, my first language is actually Spanish. Um, and I actually started out um, in the Disney community back in 2020 when we were in the pandemic. Um, I've always loved Disney. I've been to Disney like, I don't know, maybe 15 times with my family since I was a kid. Um, and then uh, I started going with uh, my friends and my family uh, as, I, as I got all older. And uh, in 2020, when the pandemic hit, I was just desperate to do something. And I started finding like this amazing account of small creators that were just taking pictures inside their houses and creating Disney content. I thought, okay, this sounds fun. Let me try it out. 
So I started actually posting Spanish and English ones at first, but then I started noticing like most of the Disney community uh, is from Orlando or uh, Los Angeles or the United States in general. So I just started posting both uh, bilingual content, and yeah, I, I don't know. I had the most fun ever. I remember being on Zoom uh, meetings with other Disney people during the pandemic, and we used to play like trivia games. Um, get to know each other and I think like it was a nice moment to start out because we were all tied like with the same like reasons like no one can go to the parks we were all doing like we're all together in this uh sad moment for our our world but um I don't know I felt like I had so much in common with people that maybe I wouldn't have that much in common if it weren't for the Disney community and also being stuck at home but getting creative and I don't know getting inspiration from what the world so yeah that's a little bit of how I started about that's so awesome I mean how crazy and amazing is it that we can be sitting here countries apart and not have any reason truly to connect outside of our love for Disney and being able to sit here and have this conversation with you, meet you through a computer, hopefully leads to meeting you in person whenever you get back to the parks, things like that are just always so incredible to me how something that at times can be toxic, social media can be toxic and be a negative impact for people mentally, but also when we go through seasons like we did with the pandemic where we can't see each other face to face, we can't go to the parks and experience things that we love together. Things like posting stuff on Instagram can bring people all over the world into a community. Yeah, definitely, for sure. And I've been lucky enough to meet some people through this community in person. I hope I get to be with you guys someday. Um, but yes, it's been amazing. Yeah, we saw you were just hanging out with our girl Erica recently. Oh, yes. Shout we out to Erica. We love you, Erica. Oh my gosh, we do love you, Erica. You are our gal pal. Um, we actually, we were both in Disney back in, when was it, September? And I think our trip, when we went, like, over, I think you flew in the day we left. So I was looking at your Instagram story and I was like, oh my gosh, I just missed Joe, like, by, like, a day. And then I got back and I was in my Disney depression mode where I was like, I can't, I just want to be back. And I just sat, I was watching your stories and I was like, I am living vicariously through her journey at Don't Her Disney trip right now and your universal part of that trip, too. I mean, it was so fun getting to, to watch that as soon as, as we got back. Well, we were sad, too. We were like, oh. But we just barely missed her, so <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to time that out a little bit better next time for sure. Just talking about your account and how you created it during the pandemic, and, and also how you mentioned that you've been to Disney quite a few times. You grew up kind of around the Disney community. Would you say that your love for Disney was birthed through being brought to the parks, or was it in a different way? Like, how would you explain how your love for Disney came to be? Okay, so. Um by watching movies. No way! Uh, yeah, yeah, she, she was like, I was like, Mom, I can't understand what you're saying. And she was like, I don't care, you're gonna learn. So just watch them. And just by looking at their actions and what they were doing, I could figure out what they were saying. So first of all, Disney taught me English first. <laughs> and then second, um, I've, as, as I told you before, I've, I've been with my family since I was, I don't know, 
like my first childhood memories are from Disney, like with my with my family. Um, and I always just remember feeling like this um, peace, like I don't know, like pure happiness when I step, like when I step inside a Disney park. It's just like I'm home. I don't know. It's a weird feeling, but it's like the place where I can just be myself. And I stopped going with my family when, well, my parents are divorced, and when they divorced, we stopped going as a family. And then later, I started working. I made my own money. This thing to me, I used to get it as a kid, and this is awesome. Like, I need to, I need to keep this going. I want to keep everything here. And I know some people say, like, oh, that's an expensive way, uh, an expensive therapy, you know, some cases therapy is an expensive therapy. Yes, but I'm looking real about this the other day, but it's what really makes me happy, you know, it's like my inner child is truly happy and. I will always keep going if I have the means to go. I will always try to go, and I and I would like to um, maybe teach my kids my love for Disney, and obviously make let them make their own decision when they're older. But I would love to like have a Disney family when 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 I'm older. So yeah, I think it started when I was little, and it's like the feeling of being home that made me love Disney since I was very young. That is so amazing, and I absolutely relate to your story in that way because I grew up, I grew up in England, so when I visited, I visited Disney a lot as a kid, and it was such a treat to be an international visitor into Walt Disney World. Obviously, I feel very privileged to now live in the U.S. and be able to visit a lot more frequently now because it's more accessible to me, but I remember being a kid and being like, and flying internationally to go to a Walt Disney World park. It just, the magic was so special because it felt like, oh my gosh, we're going so far away to, to go experience this. So I relate in that sense too with you being international and um, that's what my upbringing was as well. So I love that. I love that. Yeah, I saw um, a reel, I think that you did, I don't know how recent it was, but with your mom where you guys are talking about treating yourselves and it's just you and your mom enjoying Disney together. And I love that so much that it's still something that she instilled in you young, but you can continue to enjoy it together through so many different seasons of life and be an adult and take yourself, but also still be able to go with your mom and touched on a little bit of nostalgia and remember how this love that you have for Disney began with her putting it in front of you. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what happens every Especially with my mom. I've been lucky enough to Would you say that um, Disney or a general love of Disney is something that's common in Chile? Is it something that you feel like is unique to you and where you grow up and where you live currently? Or is it something that a lot of people in the country that you live in and how you grew up at Disney movies and everything is, is as common there as it is in the U.S.? That's a good question. I would say... Um, Started going, um, other TV creators started like, creating their accounts, uh, started going as well. And 
fashion. Uh, and I would say that Disney is popular here in Chile, like mainly for their movies and their stories, but not the park so much, especially because it's such a privilege to travel all the way to another country. So it's not as It's not like a, your typical trip, you know? It's all the way down in South America, like I said, and it's a very long trip. So I don't think many people have been fortunate, uh, like I've been, thankfully, to visit uh, the States as much as I have. But I would say that, yes, Chile like, has a big love for Disney, for the, for the stories and everything. But uh, recently, we've been able to travel more. Like, the country has been growing, and I think that has also made more Orlando, it would be eight hours. Eight okay. Hours. So, yeah. Quite um, the trek to get there. Yeah. But 100% worth it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Have you, ever been, have you ever been to Disneyland? I haven't. That's on my bucket list. I would love to go next year. Um, and maybe off. I would like to like off, visit the, all the California. Like, what do you call it? The, like all the beaches. Like yeah. the coastline? Go With down the coastline. coastline. Yes. Mm -hmm. I would love to, to visit all the coastline, the California coastline, yes. And then visit Disneyland as well. Yeah, you gotta make you gotta make a whole California trip out of it for sure, especially if you're gonna be coming all that way, because that would be an even longer flight. So definitely gotta make your time there worth it. We have also we have not been to Disneyland, but it's on our bucket list as well. So we hope to make it out there in the in the near future. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, so speaking of your, your recent trip that you did take with your mom, what was your favorite memory from that trip? It looked like so much fun, like I said earlier. I loved watching all the unreals. Um so just being with my mom at the parks as it was so much fun. Like I posted it on my stories, but I actually had my first drink at Disney down this trip with my mom. And it was pretty funny, like we both ordered like we started out with a beer in Animal Kingdom and then we were like, should we get some margaritas? And then we're like, okay, let's get some margaritas. Yes. <laughs> that was pretty fun. Um That was something I had never experienced before. Uh, it was pretty funny to do it with my mom. Um, and then also, I I also got to visit the parks by myself because my mom is now older. She doesn't like to admit it, but she's older now, so she gets tired. And she was like, okay, I need to just stay at the hotel, at the pool, and you can go to the parks. And thankfully, I've met some friends through the community. So it's like, okay, I'm fine. I'll just meet up with some friends. I remember I went to Magic Kingdom with Genesis, which is also a good friend of mine from the Disney community. Um, and we just strolled around Magic Kingdom like with her coffee and listened to the music, people watched, rode like one or two rides, and that's it. And that's like the perfect Disney Like just chill, taking the moment, people watch, like that's the best, eat some snacks, and just chill at the parks. That's like my I would do that every week if I, if I live closer to this. Like, 
like that's the best i i love those guys i feel like that caitlin that's like very much like your type of perfect park day yeah with going to disney over and over again i get to this point in my mind where i think you've already mentioned it but just being so grateful to be there and taking it in and sometimes that just means walking around which i love to do i love to have a drink and a snack in hand and just stroll and be so in awe of the fact that I get to live this particular life that allows me to go to this magical place that some people just dream of going to. They never actually get to go to, and I have the fortune of being able to experience it, and um, I love having a coffee in hand and just, like you said, people watching, seeing which kids are having a magical moment made or maybe which family's having a meltdown in the corner, <laughs> but it's all entertaining, so I, I totally with that sentiment of a perfect Disney day just being getting on a couple of things but really just taking it in totally like I, I actually I love the rides I love writing everything but I remember on that specific day we, we were just like just just like wait until everyone leaves because at night Magic Kingdom really like empties out and we actually rode uh, was it? I think it was Big Thunder Mountain uh, during so we got to watch the fireworks while riding Big Thunder. That was a, a, a tear fell from my eyes. I was like, this is beautiful. That, <laughs> yeah, that, that is, is another, the dream. <laughs> yeah, that is another awesome memory. Oh, I love it. So does your mom help you take some of your amazing photos when she's on the trips with you? Is she your go-to gal? Or are you finding someone else in the park to like take your photo? Oh my god, no. Actually, uh, it was like... She was like, I love you, but I can't do this. Like, I'll try to help you, but I know this is not what you want, so I'm sorry, I just can't. I was like, it's okay, like, thank you for trying. Um, you're right. <laughs> you're fine. So I just, actually, I didn't take this many pictures as maybe I would have. I actually uh, brought my camera and I ended up not taking it to the parks because my mom was like, I can't figure this out. I'm just, I can't, I can't. So too much I'll just leave it in the hotel and I was like taking uh, some camera pics like on top of the trash can and I was like mom what's that uh, I just <laughs> my phone in the trash can and I was like okay one two three I'm done Oh my gosh, I love that. Disney trash cans are the place to get those self-timer photos. The amount of times I have utilized a Disney trash can for that purpose. I mean, at least they're getting they're getting used above their ability, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> that's so funny. I love that. So one of your t- tips for taking pictures in the parks is clearly taking advantage of self-timer and trash cans. Do you have any other tips for people who see what you put up on your social media and say, gosh, I wish I could do that? Um, so for the parts, I would say, first of all, you need to have patience because you're never going to get a perfect shot. There's always going to be walking around. There's always going to be a cloud passing by that's going to make a weird shadow on your face. So just be patient for a step. And then um, self-timer, if you don't have anything to help you, and if you have an Apple Watch, you guys placing your phone anywhere and then uh, if you're taking self-timer pics just shoot 
picture right here <laughs> yeah so we know that obviously we all love going to disney we love being in the parks but we also are not orlando locals so we're not in the parks frequently or every week so for you being so far away from the parks how do you bring disney into your everyday at home aside from obviously having your instagram account um so i actually love wearing disney style i'm like I work as a teacher and I'm known as the Disney teacher at school because I always wear one of my shirts to school and I dress it up with a face or a jacket but I always wear my Mickey shirts or whatever shirt I have. Um, so yeah, I would say Disney style is like the best way for me to like represent my love for Disney and also like feel uh, like I'm there without being there. Um, yeah, and also when I'm home, when I'm feeling like Imagine myself like how I'm there. I, I I would drink some coffee, eat some popcorn, and just think I'm there with them. I, I love I'm instantly 
they're really big fans the team trackers the trackers yes yeah, yeah. those are those vlogs are my favorite like I feel like I'm there with them I love them they're so, yeah, so great music style YouTube and then also music Disney music I I think uh, uh, like what do you call them like the Disney parks playlist like the ones that they take in the parks those are great if you're feeling like the Disney blues those are amazing Yes, I, I love putting on a good Tomorrowland loop just to help me get through the day. <laughs> and I love your Disney style. I want, definitely want to touch on that. I, the other day you put out an amazing um, post. You looked so edgy in your in your picture. I, you're wearing like that little black like vest blazer thing with your Disney tee and your your like your leather ears. And I was like, pop off, Joe. You better go ahead. You look so good in those photos. And I just love how you really do take that Disney style and you're like I'm in Chile but here I am and I've got this really awesome photo and it really feels like you're just posted up on some wall in Disney World you would never know so I think you do such a phenomenal job of bringing Disney into your own country and into your own world and, and showing that through your your posts I think it's awesome and very inspiring people that that are um, far away from Disney and kind of want to step into that as well so definitely wanted to say fantastic job on those posts they're amazing yeah, I, I would say that Disney stuff is some of my favorite posts to share. Because um, I get to really like think, and, okay, how am, I make, how am I gonna make this a little bit different? What am I gonna add? Um, so, yeah, those are my favorite. Um, but that's my favorite kind of to shoot, for sure. So, thank you for one of my personal favorites that you've done is your Princess Diaries cover remake. I loved that. I honestly, when I first scrolled past it and saw it, I was like, oh, Princess Diaries. But then I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is Joe. She did this herself. It was so good. And I think that that is something that draws people to your account and to the content that you post because the reality is the majority of people in this world do not live in the same city as a park. And so all of us are trying to find ways to be inspired by Disney, bring it home, and then use that inspiration to then turn it around and inspire others. And you do that so well through your page. So we commend you on being able to take those things that we love so much and just doing it yourself at home and posting it because it's what you love and it makes us love it that much more. We're like, dang, this girl's just chilling at home and she done remade the Princess Diaries poster and it looks exactly like it. That was so good. I love that post as well. And we did like a we did like a Princess Diaries themed night at my bachelorette when we were just there in September. And then when I saw your post, I was like, oh, this is perfect. This goes well, so well together. You nailed it. It was awesome. Oh, thank you. Funny yes. thing about that post is actually the tiara is actually secrets. I added it later on Pixar. Like I just put on my headphones, my sunglasses. The shirt wasn't even a dress. It was just a shirt. <laughs> and then the tiara is fake. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. I would never even know that the tiara is fake. I'm trying to look at it right now. Oh my god. It looks so real. It literally That's- look at that. It looks so real. That's talent. That is true talent. If you don't have the tiara, just take the picture and then add it. You've got this. 
Wow, you're hearing all the secret tips and tricks here on this episode, listeners. <laughs> I think that's one of the, the key elements to people who find success within the content creation world is being able to step outside of a box and say, oh, I really want to create this photo, but I may not have all of the tools that you might think that you need to be able to create it. But then you think outside of the box and say, well, I can just Photoshop this in and it will be perfect and use your know-how of technology and again, just be creative and bring these things that just probably pop up in your brain to life without actually having to have all of the, the pieces and parts present, which is really cool. Yes, definitely. I always say that you don't need to spend big money. Like, if you want to create content, you can just really create it. You don't need I always say this, but I love the puffy dresses, but you don't need to spend that much money on a puffy dress. You can, you can find your own dress. I mean, I don't know. Or you can... Like you said, you can add things with Pixar later, or you can Disney bound and with things that your mom had or that your sister had. You can, you don't need to spend money with you. Even your phone, you need a big phone to take pictures. You need a camera to take pictures. You just, you, you just need to go outside, think of time to box, and yeah, you need to spend money to be a part of the I feel like. Before you said like sometimes it can get a little bit toxic because like this community and that's something that I've tried to talk about in my Instagram like I don't want others to feel like they need stuff to be part of the community. You don't need anything. Like you, you can be from Chile and go on a tiara and take some various pictures and they'll be awesome. You don't need anything. You just have to start. So yeah, I just wanted to touch in on that a little bit. I'm really glad you said that because it's so true. I mean, I think there's a lot of pressure in the social media world to have certain things or do certain things a certain way because there's the society pressure of making that happen. And truly, you don't. You know, you don't have to buy this or buy that. You can truly just think outside of the box, be creative, use your own resources, and have just as successful as an, of an account as somebody who does. You know, there's nothing wrong with going and spending money on those things and, you know, um, I just think that there, like you said, there's other creative ways to go about it, and I'm really glad that you mentioned that because it's it's a good reminder and inspiration for people that may be feeling that pressure, like, oh, I don't think I can have this type of account because I'm not, you know, equipped, but you are. You have everything you need around you. You just got to go for it. You got to give it a shot and um, try it out, really. So I'm really glad you mentioned that. Yeah, this thing, right? We also love puffy dresses, and but we get it. The puffy dresses that I've seen online, I'm like, I'm not gonna spend that much money on it. And I'm gonna go find me like an Amazon dupe, or I'm gonna go find something super cheap because I I love the selkie dresses. I mean, but I'm like, I just can't do it. I'm too short. I'm always too short. It doesn't matter what it is. It, I'm just too short for a lot of the clothes. So <laughs> I. Um, I love what you said, though. I think that it's important to remember that as much as it's easy to want to play a comparison game and take 
other people's accounts and say, oh, well, I can't do this or I don't have the means to do what this person does. It doesn't mean that what you bring to the table isn't valuable and your different perspective and different angle on how you love Disney is always something that is needed in the Disney community. I think that's the point of calling it a community is it's people sharing common passion and common love for this world that was dreamt up by a man years ago and now we have this whole kingdom around us whether it be parks or movies um, but just taking how it inspires you and simply allowing it to inspire you and just putting it on display for other people to see I think it can be intimidating for sure to put yourself out there like that but when you do um, it's important for us to continue to encourage everybody in the in the different way that they bring their love for Disney to the table and remember that each unique platform and page doesn't have to look like the next I love that so talking about like resources for content creators or just talking about content creators in general I love that on your page you have the little highlight reel or a highlight little section that has like the the resources for um, for content creators where you have different templates and different things that people can use when I came across those I was like I love that she's like here this is what I'm using and like feel free to use it as well it just shows your heart and your ability to help others grow in their accounts and so I, I love that you have that section on your account and I've seen some of your templates floating around with different creators using them and it's exciting to say like oh my gosh like that's something that Joe created and is like please feel free to use it so I love that you provide that I, I've never seen this huge like this what we were talking about like I want to show people that you can do it anywhere you want and you don't need that much stuff to do it and yeah so for me it's always trying to help other people um trying to inspire other people and I've never seen it like as a competition at all I'm just really thankful that I've been able to make as many friends as I have and I think it's because of this sense of community that I've tried to keep inside my that we should be interacting with others on social media and encouraging them to to meet their goals and being support in any way that we can. So I'd love that you're an advocate for that as well so we can continue to, to build that message for social media and keep it keep it a healthy place um, and, and eliminate comparison and competition and just make it an inviting and comforting place for people to be where we get to know each other and continue to build a community and have conversations like this where we're building friendships. So I think that is super important and hopefully, you know, everyone that's listening can be reminded that like, yeah, social media has the place where it can go in a dangerous direction, but we have the power to keep it in a positive light and um, it takes, it takes everyone to, to get to that point. So thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. Are we ready for some Disney rapid fire? Um, I think so. I think we are ready. Are you ready, Joe? Oh my God. 
Oh my don't worry, you have nothing to be nervous about. Okay. What would be your favorite salty Disney snack? I have to go with the basic. There's no comfort like Disney food. Like for me it's the best comfort. I always get it. I always get the bucket. I repeat it every day. I have like ten packets of food. Not the big ones. On the park every day, Okay, okay, so on the flip side, favorite sweet snack. Question mark, question mark. Uh, mine changes every time I'm there. She has such um, a sweet tooth. I have a really bad sweet tooth, and the irony is that I'm a dentist. Um, but I I love a Joffrey's donut. I love a Cheshire cattail. Why don't I just take the words take the words out of my mouth? And um, I am a fan of Dole Whips in general, not necessarily of the pineapple variety, just any of them. I was gonna say Dole Whip. I was gonna say Dole Whip. I actually tried it for the first time at Aulani. I hadn't had it before at a Disney park, and then on this last trip, I remembered. Oh my God, I really like Dole Whip. I need to get one at Magic Kingdom. And yeah. I, I like how it's really refreshing for like a hot day. Yeah. And it's not that sweet like other other things. So yeah, I yeah, would say yes. Dole Whip. Uh, for me, I mean, I, I love the Joffrey's donut and I love the Cheshire cat tail. So that's hard. I feel like it's hard to top that. But I just, I am a sucker for a good traditional Mickey ice cream bar. Also, yes. That, yeah, I love that too. I, I love those on a hot day. Sometimes I get one, one a day. It's kind of like my popcorn. I go and I have to have my Mickey ice cream bar and get my picture with whatever park I'm at and, and move on with my life. But I also have a big sweet tooth, so I mostly gravitate towards the, the sweet snacks for sure. Okay, what else What else do we have on our rapid fire? Okay, and outside of parks, question, what's your current favorite Disney movie? I've been watching, re-watching and re-watching Monsters Inc. I don't yes, know why. what a good one! Yeah, it's like a comfort movie. I, I, I know it by heart in Spanish. I actually watched that one in Spanish because it's more funny for me. But yeah, I, I've been watching Monsters Inc. a lot. Would you, this is a secondary question to that, in the same way that you learned English through watching Disney movies, do you think that people could improve or learn Spanish by watching Disney movies that they know in Spanish? For sure, yes, for sure. Um, especially if they're young people. When once you're once you're an adult, it's difficult to learn any language with anything new. But uh, for sure, yes, and you get to compare the words. Especially for Disney fans that know the movies by heart, uh, you you get to compare like, oh, what was the line in English and what's the line in Spanish? And yes, I would say it's a nice way to start learning. Yes. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to start doing that. I know a little bit of Spanish, but I could definitely improve. I feel like you could pick it up pretty, pretty quick, knowing that you already have a little bit of that previous Spanish knowledge. Me, I'd be like, "What is going on?" It would be so difficult for me, but I'm up for the challenge. I'm definitely up for the challenge. Yeah. <laughs> I had the privilege of going to a school in the U.S. where I started learning Spanish in preschool, and I took it all 20 years of. Call, you know elementary school through college so I've had Spanish a lot but I'm not by any means what I consider myself fluent so <laughs> I could improve okay but that's great though so 
Could, could I have a word in Spanish though? The thing that I say to my patients on a regular basis is I say, um, hola, mi nombre es Caitlin. No habla perfecta, pero ojalá que es bastante. Si es no bueno, mi gramática es como de una niña de kinder. Lo siento. <laughs> I love that. That's pretty good. That's awesome. You, you, yeah. you, you nailed that. Yeah. Wow, we now have we now have Spanish on the castle chat. Yes, everybody. this is the first time we've ever had Spanish on the castle chat. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Back to the parks. Favorite ride. Ooh. So I said this, but I would say I said this on my stories. I would say uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Um, yes. I was blown away. Like. I, I always say my choice is flight of passage because it's like an emotional ride for me. I always cry, but Cosmic Rewind just blew my mind and the music and everything. Like I had to get a lightning pass. Like I got the, what what do you call it? The, the boarding pass. The, the boarding pass. I got it mm -hmm. like at 9 a.m. We wrote it and I was like, mom, we have to do this again. And we got a lightning pass for a few couple, like a couple hours later. And I loved it. It's the best ride. I think it's the best coaster at Disney for sure. I don't know what you guys think. I, Caitlin, Caitlin doesn't love it that much because she's very, she's very prone to motion sickness. I, I loved it, but I'm also prone to motion sickness. So I'm surprised that I loved it. Yeah, I had a hard time riding it. It was, I couldn't open my eyes without feeling like I was doing somersaults and spinning in a million directions. So the whole time I was just closing my eyes and then I would try to open them. And then when I opened them, I felt like I was falling out of the sky. So it's just how my body works. So it wasn't That's a good disclaimer though. Yeah, wasn't the best for me. It wasn't, you know, I didn't throw up. I didn't have any of that, but it was difficult to ride. Okay. Last one for the Disney Rapid Fire. Favorite resort? Mm, I've never stayed in one, but it's in my bucket list. Like, pop uh, the Riviera. I think it's stunning. Mm, uh, yes. I don't know. It's like, if, if I stay at a Disney resort, I want that one to be my first one. Have you at least gotten coffee at the Riviera? No, I haven't. No, I should, right? Yeah, wander in, get some coffee. That's all you need. It's great. I love it. Well, Joe, this has been such a fun time with you. We hope that you've also had a fun time and our listeners have enjoyed talking to you as well. Now, where can everybody find you on social media? What platforms are you on and what are your specific usernames so that everybody can go and head to social media and go follow you right now? Um, I'm magic with Joe at Instagram and I'm also magic with Joe at on TikTok. So those okay. are my two platforms. I keep it simple. That's awesome. Well, you guys need to make sure that you are giving her a follow and uh, seeing and being a part of her amazing content, Joe. We love what you produce and the way that you are so, just so creative. And it's been such a pleasure getting to learn more about you and, and build this friendship and have this time together. Thank you so much for your time and for being with us. No, thank you. You've been amazing. Thank you for all your questions and for being so sweet with me. Of course, of course. Well, guys, we are going to kick things over to Kelly for today's trip tip. Hey, all, this is Kelly from Kelly's Magical Vacations, the official travel partner of the Castle Chat, and I am so excited to bring you today's trip tip. 
If you've started planning your Walt Disney World vacation, you've probably heard about Gideon's Bakehouse. This is one of everyone's favorites over at Disney Springs, and it gets a super long line because the cookies and the cakes are just simply amazing. If you want to avoid waiting in close to an hour long line, I highly recommend heading over to Disney Springs for opening at 10 a.m. You'll wait in maybe a 15 minute line for Gideon's Bakehouse, and then you'll be able to take advantage of all of the different things that are at Disney Springs without the crowds. Be sure to head over to Kelly's Magical Vacations on Instagram for all your Disney chips and tricks. And if you are looking to plan a Disney vacation, you can head to the Castle Chats Instagram. Click that link in their bio and there will be a form that you can fill out so that we can start planning. And I can help you with everything from your accommodations to your tickets to your dining and everything in between. Small shop shout out. I don't have a jingle, but we got a shop. Wow, that was a pretty good, like, off-the-cuff type of jingle, though. I'm trying. I'm running out of ideas. <laughs> You're getting there. It's all good. Today, we have our small shop shout-out, and Joe has actually picked a small shop that she admires and loves, and she's going to share that with us today. So, Joe, who is your small shop shout-out? So, my small shop shout-out is for a uh, shop bookish dreamers from Ali. She's amazing. If you're a Disney lover and a Harry Potter lover and a bookish lover, you're going to love her. Go give her a follow. Okay. Yeah, you heard it here. It's at shop bookish dreamers. We will have to give them a follow because we have not heard of this small shop before today, correct? Yeah, this is why we love doing this, especially when we have people on that have a lot of different variety of shops running through their feed. So shop bookish dreamers is definitely one that's being added to ours. We hope some of the apparel and items that this shop has also enter our closets, but we love getting to support these shops and the creative minds that are behind them so we are so excited to shout out Allie and her shop shop bookish dreamers well guys thanks so much for spending time with us today and with joe on this episode of the castle chat for now we'll leave you with what we always leave you with which is there's a great big beautiful tomorrow out there waiting for you go make it magical see you real soon bye guys bye